The fastest goals. The expert opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. What a start to a big afternoon of Scottish Premiership action. Rangers do stretch the lead at the top, but only by one point when many were expecting 3.95 and a half minutes on the clock when Ross County equalised to make it Ross County 3, Rangers 3. And now Hugh Evans over to Celtic. What a start to the day. Now Celtic Park right now, 2.31. Celtic Park will be rocking and rolling. Because the implications of that result are as follows If Celtic win On a day when Dundee United are without two significant players in their team Then they cut Rangers lead at the top to two points That means that when they play the game against each other on Wednesday There is a possibility that Celtic could go top of the league In order to make that happen They have to beat Dundee United Celtic Park Will be buzzing right now But They actually have to play The football match They have to play 90 minutes They have to get the better of Dundee United But They have been given A massive incentive And let's remind ourselves Of the Celtic team That's going to go and try And take advantage of that slip up Gabriel has them from Celtic Park Yep, it's Joe Hart in goal. Anthony Rousen comes in at right back. Cameron Carter-Vickers partners Carl Starfelt in the middle of defence with Liam Scales returning at left back. Near Beaton will captain a side in holding midfield with Rio Hatate and Matt O'Reilly just in front of him. On the right, it's James Forrest. Uh, Georges Jakumakis, two goals in two games, leads the line with Leo Labada returning as well on the left-hand side. On the bench, you've got Bain, Welsh, Taylor, Julian, Juranovic, McCarthy, Jota, Soro and Doak. And it's exactly as Hugh says, this place is absolutely rocking. It was as if Celtic had scored two goals, one when Ross County equalised and then a few minutes later when the full-time whistle was blown. Smiles on every single person's faces here in the east end of Glasgow. But again, as Hugh says, it's all about Dundee United. We were speaking to Ange Postacoglu, the manager yesterday, asking if he was looking ahead to Wednesday's fixture against Rangers. But no, it's one game at a time for the Australian and his Celtic team. They'll be facing a Dundee United without Yando Fuchs, who has moved to Peterborough for a six-figure sum. But don't forget the last time these two met here in Glasgow, it was 1-1. Huge game coming up here. Kick-off 25 minutes away. Going to be quite the occasion there in the east end of Glasgow after events in Dingwall. We won't know this afternoon, Roger Hanna. You find out later on, but could be an interesting or a significant day this in the title race. And he's not even there to answer the question. You can answer it for us, Mark Wilson. Well, it could be because when it gets to this stage of the season, you know, uh, Celtic, you'd imagine, come out with huge energy. And if they won the game, then when you've got the opportunity to go top of the table in February, then it is significant. Um, but a lot of work to be done before then. Um, I, I said a number of weeks ago I believed um, There'd be points dropped Before Both teams rocked up to Celtic Park On, on Wednesday the 2nd And You know it's proved right Because the, the Premiership this season Has been so Unpredictable At times And today's game reflected that Where we thought the job was done and dusted For Rangers Up pops Matthew Wright We Al McGregor Another mistake and it could be more of that to come this afternoon You never know Yeah Alex Ray I mean all of it will be frustrating for Rangers fans yeah. But the nature of the th- three goals that they lost actually Rangers finished the game with 72% possession 25 shots at goal 12 of them on target But the way they gave goals away was 
comical at best. Yeah, without doubt. I think the especially the first two, Gordon. You know, it's obviously a, a goalkeeper mistake. Second one is a catalogue of mistakes for the defender in just defence. And then obviously Alan McGregor comes out to try and block it, but you know he should actually have claimed it. Uh, I think he was maybe expecting a shot, but you expect Alan McGregor to do so much better. But you could also say the way Ross County defended at times, you know, they were pretty poor, uh, and they passed up the odd opportunity uh, resulting in goal. So I think overall disappointing. Four points dropped already uh, since the turn of the the winter break. So obviously disappointment for Rangers. Uh, yeah, I mean it's clearly not what. Most people would have predicted Is Roger Hanna there to join us? I don't think he is um, Well, right is wrong for Rangers On a day when Rangers didn't know right from wrong At the back They have only themselves to blame They have conceded awful goals Alan McGregor has to take the lion's share of the responsibility for that He was badly at fault for the first and the last Ross County goal uh, and in between Goulson and Calvin Bassey Were responsible for the second goal That Ross County got So not to see out the game Not to manage the game Is a serious blow for Rangers Fraser Wishart, did you see that one coming? No, not towards the end I didn't see uh, Ross County getting that, uh, that equaliser But they seem to have some sort of sign over Rangers Am I right in saying that's seven goals That Ross County have scored yes. against Rangers this season That's, that's incredible I mean, I mean not many teams, even even Celtic, would score seven goals in one season against Rangers. So, uh, so they've clearly got the back four and Al McGregor on, on some kind of line almost. But uh, I, I didn't see that coming, and now it's over to over to you, Celtic. What a chance they have! As she says, two wins today and during the week, and they're they're top of the table. So uh, there's just one something not right with Rangers. Even all season, they've not quite been firing all cylinders, and there's just something not quite at their absolute best. And going into Wednesday's game it's Giovanni Van Bronckhorst who's got the, the, the problems with his selection what does he do does he stick with Alan McGregor does he make a change does he stick with that Calvin Bassey has he got options is Balogun and the rest of them going to be fit enough to play so going into this game it looks like at the moment and I'm presuming that uh, and I think Celtic will beat uh, Dundee United fairly comfortably but if that happens it's the questions are for Van Bronckhorst going into Wednesday's game so a cracking game ahead on Wednesday really looking forward to it yeah I mean David Friel we know the way this city Operates with Kenny Miller on last night Making no secret of it He says if anyone tells you otherwise They're lying The Celtic players will all know the lo- Lots of them will have been keeping an eye on it they- They'll know what they need to do And uh, Rangers only getting the one point When lots expecting three Yeah they'll know alright Gordon I mean that's, that's 100% But I wholeheartedly agree with you Forget Wednesday night for Celtic This today against the United Is one of the biggest games of Celtic season because you know in the stands people will be saying you could go top of the league on Wednesday if you do this, if you do that. Celtic need to get the job done against the United today. The United got a draw the last time. Celtic, obviously Jota, guys missing. They need to go and get this job done and then think about Wednesday night. And ex- that's exactly what Ange Postacoglu will be saying to his players. Because I've been there before watching Celtic, watching Rangers when one of them slips up and the other one also slips up. So I think Celtic first and foremost just need to get points against the United. And Alex Ray, so often the hero, so often spoken about as being a match winner or a match saver. Alan McGregor will be, I'm sure, frustrated at his part in the goals that were lost. Yeah, listen, we know McGregor's standards are very high, Gordon, but you have to say the first and the third goal were pretty poor uh, by any goalkeeper, never mind Alan Alan McGregor. It was bread and butter, uh, particularly that first one. And uh, I think it'll be a real source of frustration. You know, they've come back from the winter break. They've dropped four points already. Uh, and you, and the guys are absolutely right in what they're actually saying, Gordon, because you're going into this old firm game, you'd want to go in with three points with a bit of confidence. 
I think there were some good positive things today. I thought Joe Ariba was good. I thought uh, the young boy coming in uh, from Manchester United, Diallo, was excellent for the opening 65 minutes. So there's obviously positives, but defensively, they'll have to do so much better come Wednesday night. I suppose not only just the, the, the football itself, Hugh, but that sort of mental side of the game, the psychological where being in control, seizing your moments. Rangers led early and then led late, you know, and, and couldn't keep their, their noses in front on both of those occasions. That would be a frustration, won't it? It's all about game management and they have failed the test. They, you know, I said to you that it was like the Anthony Ralston night. There's something about uh, lots of added on time at Dingwall. Anthony Ralston took advantage of it to, to defeat Ross County. Uh, and give Celtic a massive three points. Now today, Ross County have taken advantage of the time added on and they have denied Rangers two precious points. If I were Ange Postacoglu, I would insist on my players knowing what had happened at Dingwall. What's wrong with being incentivised? What's wrong with going in there and saying, look, you know what is on the line for you here. Go out there and take advantage of the fact that there's no Charlie McGrew for Dundee United Arguably uh, One of the best defenders In the country Since he went to Tannadice <laughs> There's no Ryan Edwards One of the best players At Dundee United They have home advantage They have 60,000 people They have everything In their favour They can only drop The ball now Celtic For about the 17th time Roger Hanna Can you hear us? Yes I've got you now oh, Gordon wonderful. I'm not sure What was happening there What do you make uh, of that? Um, well, two words immediately spring to mind. I, I missed the show there for a few seconds. I'm not sure if it's been mentioned, but um, John Souter. Um, I think Rangers desperately need to get John Souter into the building by Monday night. I was interested. I was listening to the predictions on the show at half past twelve, and I think only one of the four boys predicted Rangers to keep a clean sheet. As Fraser said, that's seven goals conceded against Ross County. Uh, Rangers, you know, the, the offensive players, the Diallos, the Kents, the roots of this world, can't be expected to go away from home and have to score four goals to win a game. Rangers need to be better defensively, and if they think John Souter's going to be the answer long term, for me they need to get him in short term, and it doesn't matter the cost. Do they need to sign John Souter, who has passed and failed the audition ahead of Wednesday night? So many questions to answer today, tomorrow, and so on, as we build up to the big game at Celtic Park on Wednesday. But there's a lot of football to be played this afternoon. We'll do that next. The fastest goals The expert opinions This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Gordon DL, Mark Wilson and Alex Ray are in the studio We've got the top team all around the grounds And hopefully we'll get some reaction from Dingwall soon as well Because Rangers have been held to a three-all draw Against Ross County who left it late to equalise Very late indeed And now it will be over to Celtic To see if they can cut that gap at the top What did you make of the Celtic team uh, Today Mark Just to reflect on that A bit further um, it, Yeah it's a brave choice Rotating some of those players But I think it's the right choice I think Ange Postacoglu Although he, he says the right things One game at a time And it's a big game this afternoon When he's got the strength Of Ralston and Skills In there To rotate them And hold back Maybe Taylor and Juranovic For Wednesday It's the right decision But apart from that It looks pretty strong Yota just back from injury It would be too risky to play him again today But Abada Had a good season Forrest Another game for him And Jack and Marcus Obviously has to uh, Lead the line But uh, Lead the line lead But the away line. <laughs> Yeah With <laughs> and uh, O'Reilly one I think a lot of Celtic fans Going along This afternoon Will be excited to see 
How the dynamics of that midfield work out with him and Hatati in there again? Yeah, it's big games up and down the country though, Fraser Wisher. You've got third against fourth. I do wonder though if looking at the recent form of the teams and, and there is a bit of a gap that this is one that's stacked very favourably in the third place team's favour. It, it, it would be quite a shock, wouldn't it, if Motherwell were to go and win that one? Yeah, I, I do think that Hearts will, will win this uh, game and... Uh, <laughs> Just even looking at their squads, Gordon, you can see the, the difference between the teams. And I think I agree with you, Mother will, I think, have to well, at least not lose it if they're going to have any chance. If they go 10 points behind, that's a, lot, that's a big gap, even though still, still a huge chunk of the season to go. But you look at the squads, and uh, Mother a lot of games in recent weeks, both teams, but Mother will made three changes. Hearts will made six, but you don't actually notice them because it's like Gary Mackay, Stephen, and others that are coming into the team. So it's a really strong squad that, uh, that uh, Robbie Nielsen has put, has put together. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the games. One of these games where you're you're driving up and driving all the m and you're thinking, I've got a good feeling about this. I think it could be a really good game of football because Motherwell will play in a positive sense. But they've not really got the, the squad to rotate their players as much as Hearts do. And that freshness might just be an advantage for Hearts. You know, the less options up front for Motherwell. You're looking at Van Veen, who's the kind of main man, but Tony Watt no longer there as well. Willard is on the bench today, but there's not really too many options for them to, to rotate their team as much. And that might just be something that, that gets into the advantage for, for Hearts. But looking forward to the game, we're looking forward to seeing. John Sutton, Roger suggesting that Rangers might have to go and push the boat out and bring him in before the window closes on on, on, uh, on Monday. So this could be his, his last game for Hearts. You never know. But uh, obviously, if the window closes and he stays, then he'll be here for the remainder of the season. But uh, I really look forward to the game going. I think it's going to be a cracker. I think there'll be a few goals here as well. Tell you what, if Halliday's playing and Motherwell gets something there, he, be, he needs to phone in sick next week, that's for sure, because he will hear all about it from me. Uh, let's hear from Graham Alexander. Our players do respond well in those conditions and those environments and um, I think we have that environment here at Fir Park um, and we've responded great to that I think um, so you know I, I like my players to show that sort of uh, commitment and courage to to just play the game regardless of you know the the atmosphere really. I don't think you can go and I, th- I think you, that's like I said I think you've just got to try and focus on what you've got to do to win the game uh, you know I think it's great to have that as a backdrop that atmosphere and that, that sort of um, that noise, but for for me, the, the the best players and the best teams just what uh, cut that out and just um, concentrate on what we have to do to win the game. And uh, if we do that, we give ourselves the best chance. But we we're looking forward to it. So looking forward to it, says Graham Alexander Fraser, putting a strong case for Hearts to be favourites. I think no one would argue with that really. But third against fourth at Tynecastle, uh, that should be a cracker. Are we entering uh, an important period for the Sean Maloney era at Hibs. David Freelett These things don't happen overnight Of course we should always give managers Time But the fans are just looking for something to buy into Aren't they? Yeah They are I, I think the The most surprising thing probably About watching Hibs in recent weeks Is how blunt they've been Now I get Martin Boyle's gone He was our best player You know Main goal scorer Main threat But I just expected a bit more Expansive Free-flowing football from Hibs Under Sean Maloney I've not seen it yet you know, I'm not surprised he's made some changes Ewan Henderson and Christian Doidge who for a while looks as if he may be in his way out he's up up front with Kevin Nisbet 3-5-2 formation and I think Hibs need a spark as, as we spoke about earlier on you know they've not had a shot and goal in the last two Premiership matches they really struggled against Cove Rangers in the Scottish Cup match so yeah I, th- I think people are starting to just say well you know what is his style what does he want to do and yeah of course it's early days and he might even still get a couple of couple of players in before the transfer deadline shuts but I, th- I think the Hibs fans here Today, ahead of the Hearts game in midweek, really want to see a reaction and a bit of spark from Hibs. Yeah, I mean, the lack of shots on target, David, I sometimes feel that that stat can be a 
A little bit overused Take, I mean Kevin Nisbet hits one off the inside of the post Doesn't he against Celtic That is obviously a, It's a better chance It's closer to scoring than A 35 yarder that dribbles on target Into the, the goalkeeper's arms However it just doesn't sound great It's just one that you're looking to, to try and rectify And at least get yourself in In areas where you, where you can impact that target Yeah of course yeah But, but I've not seen Hibs apart from the Cove Rangers game but everybody you speak to about them says you know they, they play some nice football they keep b- the ball well but where are they actually going with it and I think that's what he, Sean Malone has to solve now he's gone he's gone with Christian Dodge and Kevin Nisbet up front today he's got Demetri Mitchell obviously former Hearts player he's, he's making his, his full debut today out on the left he's got Chris Cadden running down right so Josh Campbell and Ewan Henderson will support the front too so he's, he's got players that can score goals and be a threat I think the Hibs fans just want to see it come into effect out in the pitch yeah, that's going to be a fascinating one Because Livy are doing not too badly at all He could be fairly proud of their efforts at Ibrooks midweek And showed some good form before that Yeah they have I mean, listen, I think for years everybody just thought David Martindale's side were, were big up and at them You know, they make it difficult you, difficult for you get the ball into the box But every time I've seen them this season Gordon, they play some really nice football Scott Pittman, Jason Holt, Omionga in the middle of the park And a front three that can really trouble Hibs today Odin Bailey, good player Joel Nubley did so well at a broth And Alan Forrest you know, another guy, a tricky winger who can get a goal as well. So, no, I think David Martindale's doing a really good job. Livingston will come and play. And as I said, the last time these teams met, it was 1-0 to Livingston and Jack Ross lost his job. That is indeed the game that tipped it over the edge for the Hibs board. Uh, Fraser Wishart, it was supposed to be a six-game Saturday, but Aberdeen St. Johnson is off, as is Dundee St. Mirren. Neil Doncaster told us there were no free dates, no wriggle room uh, to reschedule matches. Are we going to be OK? Yeah, they'll, they'll find a date because these games won't be in telly. I think what Neil's meaning when there's no free dates is, you know, if you've got a guy wanting to, to televise a game, you can't televise a game up against um, up against the, the European competitions. It's quite bizarre that Scotland, if, even if they don't have anybody in the European competitions later on in the campaign, they can't put a game against them. And that's the way the rules of UEFA are. So they'll be able to find a, a, a spot, I think, on a, on a midweek night when the... When the European tie starts, it's just it's the big games when they're televised. That's the, the main issue. Sounds pretty straightforward to me, Roger Hanna. Um, yeah, listen, we're always bit squeeze games in. There's no problem with that. I didn't really understand that. You know, there'll, there'll be teams will be knocked out of Europe at some stage. There'll be, you know, teams knocked out the Scottish Cup at some stage. There will be plenty of dates. They're not immediately apparent just now. But you, you know what happens? As I say, Gordon, they will become apparent. And Fraser's right. These games that we lost today, Aberdeen against St Johnson, the D against St Mirren, as well as the Championship. I think League Two games off as well. They'll, they'll all get played. Don't panic. Yes, yeah, so that was a worst case scenario thing, wasn't it? And maybe Neil Doncaster could have chosen his words maybe a bit more carefully. As you say, it was on the assumption that Rangers and Celtic both go deep into European competition, which might not happen. It's on the assumption that all the top flight teams all get to the latter stages of the Scottish Cup. Again, these things probably just don't work out that way, do they? Yeah, well, listen, fingers crossed. There's nothing we'd like better than to see Rangers in a Europa League final, Celtic in the Conference League final. And I hope these words come back to haunt me. And we, we do go deep into Europe and deep into the season. And we do have a fixture problem for the old firm, but I, I somehow think we'll be OK. You're in the Championship today. You've been rerouted as a result of the weather, Hamilton Air. Uh, and it's a bit of a shame because the, our both Partick Thistle was going to be a hugely significant game as well. In a, in a weird way, does that then put extra emphasis on... Kilmarnock against Inverness because with the nearest rivals not playing it's a chance for either of them to, to go and be the big winner at the top of the, the championship today 
Yeah, I think a lot of us have been expecting the Arbroath bubble to burst, particularly a couple of weeks ago when they went to Wraith, they fell behind, and yet they scored two goals, they won the game, they're still top. They don't have a game now today because of the high winds at Gayfield, but regardless what happens at Rugby Park, they will still be top of the championship tonight, and they just keep rolling on. I think, you know, in terms of Derek McInnes down there, he's made more new signings during the week, you know, the likes of Daniel Mackay, people like that have come in. He's clearly wanting to inject a bit of more pace and a bit more dynamism. But this is a big game for Kilmarnock. I think Billy Dodds would happily come down the road, get a point for Cali, go back up the road still in second place. This is a big one for Derek. Fast approaching kick-off. It's already been a dramatic start to the day in Scotland. Rangers dropping points in Dingwall over to Celtic to try and take advantage. And kick-off is next. Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Big afternoon of football It was always going to be A big game at Celtic Park anyway But there is an increased sense Of expectation Given that Rangers Have dropped points in Dingwall So let's go back To the east end of Glasgow And build up to kick off Between Celtic and Dundee United With Gabriel Yes, a huge chance here for Celtic to seize the initiative in the title race. Three points here will mean they are only two behind Rangers ahead of Wednesday's massive Old Firm match, which takes place here at Celtic Park. Manager Ange Postacoglu, though, has said it's one game at a time, and of course that means focusing on Dundee United. There are three changes from the impressive midweek victory against Hearts. Joe Hart stays in goal. Anthony Rousen comes in at right back. Cameron Carter-Vickers and Carl Stahlfeld in the middle of the defence with Liam Scales on the left-hand side. Near Beaton, captains aside with Callum McGregor remaining on the sidelines. Rayo Hatate scored a 30-yard belter midweek. Can he do the same again today? And Matt O'Reilly, he partners his Japanese uh, teammate in the middle can their midfield dynamism continue to flourish for Celtic? Up front, it's James Forrest, uh, Georges Jackimakis, two goals in two games, and Leo Labada on the bench. Bain, Welsh, Taylor, Julian, Juranovic, McCarthy, Jota, Soro, and Doak. What about Dundee United? Well, they've won their last two games after a losing run of six before that. Both of them were 2-1. Uh, a fantastic comeback victory midweek against Ross County. Nicky Clark scoring both of the goals, and he is one of five changes since midweek. It's Benjamin Segrist in goal. But Lewis Nielsen, the 18-year-old, is likely to start at right back in a 4-3-3, but it could be a 5 uh, 3-2 formation as well. So we've got Nielsen at right back. Callum Butcher in the middle of defence with Scott McMahon. Adrian Spaller on the left-hand side. Archie Mikkelsen, another teenager. He's going to play in the middle with Dylan Levitt, who's impressed on loan from Manchester United. Ian Hart scored here in the 1-1 draw in September. Ilmari Niskanen, Nicky Clark and Tony Watt are playing up front. Can Watt get his first goal in Tangerine against his former club? On the bench, you've got Ericsson, Paulette, McNulty, Glass, Freeman, Mockery, Aper, Graham and Kodjo Anim. The referee here is Ewan Anderson. We are seconds away from kickoff with Celtic trying to seize the initiative in the title race. Here in Glasgow, it's Celtic against Dundee United. Goal flashes with Aspire Industrial Services. Extensive range of site consumables and hand tools available in their Hillington showroom. And now the three o'clock games kick off, Hugh, and clearly the fans inside Celtic Park are expecting a win, the win that would cut that gap and set it up even nicer for them going into Wednesday night. Emotion hangs heavily in the air at Celtic Park. Today in the Netherlands, the funeral takes place of Wim Janssen, the man who wrote one of the most iconic chapters of Celtic's history in 1998, when on the final day of the season, Wim Janssen Celtic beat St Johnston 2-0 at Celtic Park to win the league 
and to stop Rangers from winning 10 in a row. The fans have reacted to Vim Janssen's passing, a, a minute's applause there, and then a ferocious cheer when it was all over. The incentive is there for Celtic. It is as plain as the nose on your face. They beat Dundee United, they cut Rangers lead at the top to two points and their next game at Celtic Park is against Rangers. Dundee United have the incentive of going over Aberdeen on a day when Aberdeen are idle because of Storm Malik and going into the top six if they win. (laughs) However, the Glaswegian language has a phrase for every occasion. If Celtic don't win today, they should get the jail. I keep thinking it's Storm Alec, which was what we faced when that late equaliser for Ross County <laughs> went in and he go? chucked his pen across the studio. Um, I just fell on my hand. <laughs> it was a goalkeeper moment. Some velocity. Hugh, it's a packed house at Celtic Park, yeah. um, watched by lots of people, including the only man, I think, who would get a weirder reception there than you. Uh, that's the former Celtic manager, Brendan Rodgers. Well, uh, he's there watching I'm today. glad he's there. I, I, I suspect he's there on the lookout for players because it's a transfer window. He won't get any out of Celtic, that's for sure. Uh, but I'm glad to see him there. I'm glad he understands that he can come back. I think the reaction to his departure was unfair on a man who had done so much and won so much for Celtic. He did nothing wrong. He took advantage of a career move that he thought was good for him back into the English Premier League. So uh, I would say that Brendan Rodgers deserves a civilised welcome at Celtic Park. That's the beauty of football. We've, it's emotional. Yes. It's irrational. You can't tell anybody who goes and pays their money how they should feel about an individual and I can see plenty of people yes. on Twitter they're not so delighted at him being there this the afternoon. man with no name yes obviously the way he left God wasn't uh, looked upon by the Celtic fans it wasn't uh, what they wanted and uh, they wanted him to stay for 10 in a row unfortunately as, as Hugh says he chose to go down to a team that was allowing him to play perform at the top level and spend fortunes and it's just a career move but listen I think he uh, there'll be a certain element of the fans will welcome him back but I think the large majority will still be feeling a little bit raw man I mean, change his job there are, there are so many there are so many questions did he take the Clyde Tunnel to get there or not was he stuck in traffic has he had the chance uh, to catch up with Danny McGrain Some of these these legendary stories That he told when he was here <laughs> Maybe we can yeah. round some of them off Yeah well he, Listen he should get A good ovation uh, I'm with Hugh in this one He, he brought so much to oh, the club Hold on hold on Hugh said civilised You mm. want an ovation I think there, there's a oh, big well, sorry, bit A in good the reception A good reception should I say I get that he left Ooh Early chances there in the game But I, I get he left under a cloud But you can't forget What he actually done for the club that was a nice ball on the left-hand side. I think it was Sporrow put it round the face. Yeah. Nicky Clark tries to get ahead of the centre half and it's actually good defending in the end. Yeah, Celtic had looked lively down the left initially, then Dundee United biting back. Not forget, Hugh, I know that it's a, a much-changed Dundee United team and they've got their own absentees, but it was arguably the away league performance of the season from, from Dundee United at Celtic Park. Well... Celtic at the back are starting to look all over the place. Uh, Joe Hart not lending a hand either. I think it's a free kick, to be I, fair, on that yeah, occasion. But I repeat, the ball is in Celtic's court. They have the chance over the, the course of the next two games to go top of the league. They are at home to a side minus Charlie Mulgrew and Ryan Edwards. They have every incentive in their favour. Uh, if they do not take advantage of that, it is a monumental error on their part. But we're only 
Three minutes into the game uh, And they've had a wee warning from Dundee United It's up to Celtic to respond Does it always feel like an extra incentive Mark Or are you aware of the extra pressure? Um, it's both obviously you know what's at stake but it does bring about its own pressure I have no doubt that the Celtic players mm. would have, the Celtic players listen would have been up for this with a big week it's coming up anyway but when you hear that news I've, I've said numerous occasions we watch or used to watch in the back room these games these afternoon kickoffs, know the result and then go out and warm up we're going to hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst very soon Keen to hear what he made of that result in Dingwall Let's get this up and running first though, Hugh The First Half Teaser With the thescottishsun.co.uk slash football For the best football news and opinion online Since season 2015-2016 Nine defenders have scored in an old firm match. Can you name them since season 2015, 2016? In other words, don't bother about Mark Wilson. Ugh. Nine defenders have scored in an old firm match. Who are they? At Clyde SSB, that's the question. Send your answers over, please, on Twitter at Clyde SSB. And it's a race. It's a race to get all nine. So once you've got them all, tweet them over and see if you can beat everyone else to it. No doubt they'll be. Some complaints or arguments about who plays where is he not a defender? Not by and large, these guys are all these are all recognised defenders, and I don't think there'll be too many uh, stewards' inquiries. Hatati drew a free kick, uh, and Celtic can't make anything come of it. We've got a first goal of the afternoon in the three o'clock games. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. They've got a shot on target now And it's gone in the back of the net It's Hibs 1 Livingston It's Dimitri Mitchell Just signed through oh, the week What yeah. an impact that is for him And he's at the back post Providing the finish And it's Hibs 1 Livingston nil. Good start Sean Maloney's men Well they were talking about Dimitri Mitchell Because of his previous Hearts Association No one's bothered about that now uh, And as you rightly pointed out Gordon Prior to the game beginning A little bit of pressure on Sean Maloney After performances that were blunt They're not blunt anymore yeah, it's a good start. I, I don't think there's... I think the Hibs fans have been a bit disappointed with the start of Sean Maloney's reign at Hibs, but... What a game. Penalty Livingston at oh. Easter Road. Oh, How have they even had time to take kick off and, oh. and get up? But anyway, it is a penalty to yeah. Livy. And uh, if they score, Easter I think Road. Sean should go. Think so. <laughs> uh, but he's, he's only in the door. You've got to give him plenty of time, but... Livingston get back in this game It'll be a difficult going for uh, Hibs Obelai usually fairly reliable From the spot yeah. for Livingston Scored yeah, one consistent. recently We've got one of these in our championship game Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com Hamilton Ackies have taken the lead At home to Air United Roger Hanna is watching that one Moyle lays it off to Kai Kennedy Fine finish across the goalkeeper um, we're still waiting are we Odin Bailey was brought down from Matt Macy the decision's been overturned after oh, the referee oh. spoke to his assistant oh that combination of Martindale oh. and Bartley oh. will not take that news kindly as Jack Amakis what's he doing oh my world Dilly Dallies and Callum Butcher comes out of nowhere uh, to take the ball off his toe Jack Amakis should have burst in it it for takes me, an eternity yeah for me Alex he's an instinctive striker the three goals he scored for Celtic have all been uh, near post 
good crosses. Yeah. To be fair, that's a, that's a very good recovery tackle as well. And if he yeah. if he doesn't know he's there, he doesn't know he's there. But he did it again uh, against uh, Aloha last week in the cup. After he scored a very good goal, he had a, a real chance to score another one, and uh, in a similar situation, and he was too slow. Uh, but Celtic have to be careful because Sporrell yeah. had a magnificent chance to put Dundee United one up at uh, a point where the Celtic defence just looked as if they'd never met each other. Uh, so it's end-to-end stuff, bad mistake from Giacomacus and close thing for Dundee United at the other end. How do you think Big Martin Bartley will be taking this news about the overturned penalty? Oh, it'll be interesting to see. I think. I think he's uh, in here on Monday as well. He's well, apparently he's raging. He's berating the fourth official uh, as we big, speak. Big, uh, big Martin will not be happy. Let me tell you that. <laughs> he will certainly not be happy. And it is the it's the it's the Marvin Bartley Derby because he's at Livy now, yes. but it used to be at Hibs. He's got a real place in his well, he's heart got a for, Hibs. Passion for Hibs. He loves Hibs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still think that as much as Hibs have taken an early lead, I still think there's a. There's a lot for Livingston to give there. I, I like the way they go about their business. Um, and I think that will be a, still a difficult afternoon. It's a huge chance to get back on track, isn't it? Or you think, yes. sorry, you think you've got a huge chance and then referee and assistant have a discussion and it gets overturned. Well, as long as it's the right one, oh, Gordon. I'll tell you what, this guy, in the second half of every season that he comes here, has just got a phenomenal record. Kyle Lafferty, back at Kilmarnock again, back in Scottish football again, and he has scored nine minutes in. Kilmarnock won Inverness nil. Andrew McLean has a great stat, I'm sure, about the goals that Kyle Lafferty scores in the second half of the season versus the first half. I'll let you get him to dig it out. It's like, yeah. it is madness. Night and day. So, so his second season. half is miles ahead. Yeah, of, miles. Yeah, absolutely. He's getting a new contract. Uh, yeah, yeah. Often, yeah. often when yeah, contract talks are coming up. But sometimes you find a club that suits you. There's no doubt that. Kelly suited him first time round. Obviously, couldn't he really afford to keep him, or maybe Kyle had a a different idea of where he wanted his career to go. But um, yeah, back and back at it. I, I, said, I said about two weeks ago the the difference in that championship is going to be the team that gets a guy up front you did. that can get you the goals. Lafferty could be that guy who could turn it for Kamanok. Uh, poor from scales there. Celtic had a good overload, the good yeah. men in good areas, but scales just lacking. Uh, quality in the pass as James Forrest comes down towards the box flashes it in headed away for a corner um, that was poised to play by James Forrest there on his left foot there tracking the byline mm. I should have told you Liam Kelly got booked for descent for Motherwell about a minute into the game don't know how, <laughs> wow. he, how he managed that but uh, remember he had a tough afternoon at Tynecastle uh, last time he's a very good yeah, goalie but remember right. he gave a penalty away and maybe should have done better um, that was a, a tough watch well. uh, If you were a Motherwell fan That afternoon at Tynecastle yeah. Very tough They were very poor And got what they deserved in the end So Graham Alexander Hoping for more That's game we're watching here Opening 10 minutes Both yeah. sides End to end Nice and open Chance so, Motherwell Van Veen Inches wide A side foot finish Just goes past the post Too open for me If you're Dundee United It's end to end stuff The quality that Celtic have It's just a matter of time Um when we are asking the question on the teaser And it's worth repeating Hugh uh-huh. uh, Since uh, season 2015-2016 Nine defenders have scored in an old firm game Who are they? For clarity That does not include Johnny Hayes Now I know Johnny Hayes has played left back And does he, He's not considered a no. defender for this question no. For instance on that day He replaced Mikey Johnson 
Uh, he obviously started out as a winger and so on. We don't need to argue about that too much. Just take it from me. He's not on the list, no, mate. Uh, and there are no own goals either. No. It's scoring for your own team. So I've got four there. Let me see. Uh, you have actually got three, I think you'll find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got five, seen it. I've got four. Just took yourself out the team here. <laughs> exactly. No, obviously four. I've got four potential. It turns out there's three. Your bottom I'm wait, one I'm wait, is I'm, incorrect. I'm waiting yeah. to see what you're bringing to the table. Well, as we've, a team. Got, we've got five yeah, here. Yeah. See, they started the bicker now. The long yeah. afternoons getting to them. They've started the bicker. Sort it out, Captain. Stenhouse Muir 2, Elgin City 0. 13 minutes mm. gone. Elgin oh. making that trip down. There we are. We're, we're on the build up to. Thanks. March QPR 1 Reading 0 Lyndon McDykes On 13 minutes Happy with that Good time for him To start getting The, the shooting boots on There we are Camera zooming in On Brendan Rogers As well Sitting uh, In the main stand There at Celtic Park Not too far away From Charlie Mulgrew And James McPake James Amongst McPake, others yeah. James McPake Was meant to be Of course At home to St Mirren That game's off So he's going to Take in a, a game instead We've got another one there Yes Alex oh, You're dedicating aye. himself Anything else doing We will hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Very soon Big Seagrass You wonder Will he be there next year as well Gordon Speculation about his Future One of the better uh, Goalkeepers in the division Very much so um, You would imagine well, There was whispers of Rangers Wasn't there Yeah There was speculation Yeah. Uh, a quick glance at my Twitter feed Tells me that Some Rangers fans are already Whether it's knee jerk or not Interested in the discussion about the future of the goalkeeping position, yeah. uh, whether that means Wednesday night or whether that means the summer or, or going forward. That, that conversation will yeah. need to take place at some point. Yeah, I think there'll be callers on today uh, suggesting that there may be a change come Wednesday night, Gordon. Whether Giovanni sticks with his uh, tried and trusted, obviously a difficult day for Alan McGregor. Now you've obviously got McLaughlin talking about him signing a new contract. I think McGregor's a sticker. Yeah, we'll get to that later on. I'm sure we can do it in the phone lines and well, you better believe the build-up to Wednesday night is going to be huh. quite something. But it might not be a disaster yet, Rangers fans, because you're assuming that Celtic will go and win this match at home to Dundee United and they might, but they're not ahead yet. 13 minutes gone and it's goalless there. There's a little, a little early look of heavy weather about it, um, but... Uh, you are so oh, quick to judge You are so Charlie, quick come to on. judge Calm down Poor calm guys down. 13 minutes in well, I think Celtic have looked lively Yeah In, uh, in opening minutes yeah, and they're, 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 Yeah they're knocking in the door ah, This guy doesn't have time He likes, no, 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 he likes no. instant impact I, uh, okay. I don't know if I'll be here at 6 o'clock I've got to get it all out now <laughs> uh, uh, Matt O'Reilly's enjoying a bit of space Putting some nice through passes Lots of crosses That are ending up in corners But he's right in the sense There's no Almost drama Immediate threat As Hatati tries to go again After a spectacular strike On Wednesday Doesn't quite catch that he's one not, He's not struggling for confidence You know He obviously Hatati hit a pile driver uh, With the right foot The other night That was a left footer From what 25 yards Yeah first time As the ball yeah. was sort of Bobbling back to him Fair play Told um, you last night My friends call him Rio the Rocket <laughs> Yeah, I can understand why after that strike at Tynecastle. Let's start hearing from Giovanni Van Bronker speaking to Sky, talking about being disappointing, uh, being disappointed, and the the second half in particular. It's it's very disappointing. I mean, it's um, you know it was a hard game. I think we um, we started really well. Of course, the first goal uh, after a couple of minutes, so that was good. But um, yeah, then we gifted two goals. 
uh, for us county, you know, and that uh, made it really difficult for us. But uh, second half, I think we we started really well. I think we dominated the whole uh, half, created a lot of chances. Um, I think deservedly um, called front three two, and um, had some chances to uh, to kill the game and make the the fourth and uh, decisive goal. I think and. Uh, but in the end, in the um, extra time, I think we were yeah, too sloppy. We gave the ball away, we gave a corner away, and uh, conceded the goal late in the game. So that was uh, for us, you know, it's it's not something I'm uh, I'm used to see. So many uh, goals against us in this manner, you know, we've uh, we've done a lot better in the in the past. But uh, today, uh, I think many things went wrong, especially defensively. So uh, you know, it was a um, you know disappointing um, afternoon for us. What do you make of that as an early assessment, Hugh? Honestly, uh, he used the word sloppy, um, so he knew what he was looking at, uh, and it simply was uh, not good enough. And the goalkeeper's performance is now uh, coming under scrutiny, heavy scrutiny. Uh, the other defenders didn't cover themselves in glory. And so Giovanni Van Bronker simply told the truth. They had the game at 3-2 and they didn't see it out. That's their fault. No, totally wholeheartedly agree. Uh, we often say about the, the set plays, they got the warning. We Keith Watson missed a golden opportunity from the corner. And then in the dying minutes, then they obviously don't deal with the initial one. It's a glancing header by uh, Calvin Bassey and they don't deal with that. Uh, and they get the, the break of the ball, Ross County. But... They worked away, they worked for the opportunity to get that because the second half was a real slog for Ross County. The focus has got to be on the goalkeeper, right? But I've got to admit, looking at the overall performance, I think there was only two or three performances that was... was Pass marks. marks. Could you hold that thought, please? Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com Nothing wrong with this one Livia level Hibs 1 Livingston 1 Obalai Who presumably Would have taken the penalty Scores with a header And we're level At Easter Road Sounds like a cracker There yeah. Plenty of entertainment And uh, Davy Martindale Will be delighted To be back in it So soon after Hibs Simple free kick Into the box And awful defending By all accounts Well so far My acker's gone well Because I had a draw At Ross County I've got Livingston. No you didn't Did I not? At Ross, Ross County <laughs> No he didn't No I didn't no, I, f- I, fa- I, I do fancy. There you go. I'll go out early. I do fancy Livingston to win Easter Road today. How's that? There's there's my tip of the day. We've been rabbiting on about you know what on Wednesday, uh, but you know Hibs have to play Hearts on Tuesday, and they are at the moment unconvincing and then some. You have to say, Obalai's done brilliant, Gordon. He has, I, think he's got, I think he's got I mean, four, four goals in the last seven Keogh games. On the head aside. No, but I just mean he's been a very good addition yeah, to, mm. to Livingston. He's done very well. Um, yeah, and Macy came out like Superman, didn't get anything on the ball. Obalai was delighted, and Livy are level. Uh, just talk, you were talking before that about mm. Rangers defending. You said the warning, Alex, because Keith yeah. Watson's is an absolute sitter. They should have been level at that point. I offer this, I'm looking at the league table, and, and I looked at last season's. I get that it's not a brilliant comparison because of last season's freakishly good defensive record, but they've already conceded five more than that this season. So the entire of last season, they've conceded five more already uh, this season in the league. Like I said, I know that bar was maybe unrealistic, never to be matched. Um, But 
if you're judging it season to season, the the, the defence clearly is not as stingy as it used to be. Yeah, yeah, well, listen, I think last year was always going to be a tough ask to replicate that going. But when you look at some of the goals I've conceded, I think Mark was talking to him one of the breaks. They've conceded quite a few from set plays as well. Uh, and, and I can't disagree with that. I think that's a valid point. And when you're defending your box from set plays, it's so important that you get first contact, but try and get distance with that. And they never done that today. They got the warning sign with Keith Watson, because uh, it was, it was a guilt edge chance. And then obviously in the dying minutes, but again, it was sloppy play leading up by Kamara because, you know, he just has to lay it back, go into the channel. And as Hugh says, it's about managing the game and they didn't do that well enough in the dying minutes. QOS could be in a bit of bother there because there's a basement battle. It's ninth against 10th and Dunfermline have taken the lead. It's Graham Dorans on 22 minutes. What surprised me most, Alex, about today in Rangers, Giovanni Van Bronker seemed to have fixed a lot of the kind of defensive problems that they had early on with Steven Gerrard. Remember, Rangers went through that run that they seemed to concede first all the time, you know, and yeah. that left extra pressure on their front players to dig them out the hole. And as soon as Van Bronkers came in, Tavernier and Barisic were a wee bit more conservative, played more narrow. And they were in control But today there was just yeah. There was a lack of control In the back line Got to say in both boxes yeah. And I don't think the weather Really came into it that much But Ross County Were were harsh And slashing at things um, In their box And then obviously When you look at McGregor And Goldson And uh, Bassey And Barisic For the goals You know All over the place So you wonder if it's just a, a one-off today. Well, if, you, if you look at Gio's impact, and you make some good points here about conceding first and so forth, three goals conceded in his opening 12 games. Today, he's obviously they've conceded three. Mm. And, and you have to say, you can hold your hands up with teams carry open, but the manner in which they lost eight goals today, you know, you'd be thinking to yourself, oh my God. Well, the, uh, I think you can get through a day when you have a bad day. Like, the goalkeepers had a bad day, defence had a bad day. I look at their sharpness since they've come back from the winter break. I don't see Rangers at that. When Van Bronckhans came in at first, there was a sharpness about them. Two guys got on the touchline, you know, played very wide, made the pitch very open. Quick play, quick in- interchange play. Arebo, for instance, remember, uh, sorry, Arebo in our field at Livingston, going beyond, getting goals. There was a, there was a pattern of play. I've not seen that There yet. were pass marks Weren't there You met I think Aribo we We, we, we waxed yeah. lyrical About Aribo all day mm-hmm. Diallo scores On his debut Looks lively Goes off Looked just a bit tired Whether it was cramp Or something He went down with um, Kamar Roof Comes on And looks an upgrade on, on Cedric Eaton I don't think The Rangers fans Will be feeling brilliant About the positives Right now But there were some Weren't there Yeah Oh, I, I, you, you can all Look I, I tell you, I think Roger Hanna made a great point when he said that Suta. you can't expect to go away from home, score three goals, and you're only walking away with one point. You score three goals, you're thinking that's a, that's the points in the bag. Suter would be a must for me because people get carried away with Bassey. Bassey's a left back; he's not a left centre back. I know, like McGregor today, makes a terrible mistake. So did Goldson leading up to it. Of course, he did. But Suter getting in there with Goldson would make that defence a lot, lot stronger, Gordon. And as you said, we're now looking at a Celtic team that, by two games, two wins, could be top of the league. Yeah, they've got work to do this afternoon, though. 22 gone, and no real signs yet. Celtic nil, Dundee United nil. It's but all happening the, at Easter Road. Paul McGinn off injured. Did somebody say heavy weather? Have you always just say that after Thursday? They're still, they're still <laughs> very much <laughs> in control. <laughs> <laughs> Come What's on, heavy about it? What's heavy about it? 
you can't win the game simply because they've not scored inside 22 minutes. They've not scored in the first five, you've written them off. Yeah, I don't have time. I told you, I don't have time. But they don't look like scoring. That's my point. Did they look like not scoring? Well, they are not scoring. Okay, <laughs> that, that much is self-evident. As the boy says, like I tell you what, he's, he's very chipper for a guy whose prediction about Rangers being unbeaten is hanging on by a, a thread. thread. Oh. I mean, he's technically right. Yeah, yeah, yeah not technically right. Factually, yeah. yes. Correct. But you have to be honest. Come on, you always tell us you're, you're, no, no, an, no, no, you're no. an honest man. You have, you have to be honest. When you made that prediction, you did not anticipate they would draw two of those games so soon. I know you didn't. That, that is immaterial <laughs> the, the, They have not uh, lost a game Therefore mm. I am factually yeah, correct That's good So if Rangers draw all their games Between now and the end of the season I was right I look yeah. forward to you being really chuffed at your, I, your I was right As Hugh said There's no time to hang about He doesn't no. even buy a green banana now No <laughs> I don't, I don't. <laughs> You heard that on the radio the other day yeah. <laughs> Oh he's not stealing He's stealing that, that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I Where did we hear that It's a Barry Cryer no, I heard it It's a Barry Cryer joke That's the one Barry Died oh my God. That's awful. You see, that's why I listen to you guys every week talking about have you watched this and have you watched that on Netflix? You don't expect me to sit through six episodes or something, do you? <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, I wish you stole I'm that. Your, his mic should be not, put down for I, I, the remainder of the first half for that. Say, he should be put down. I thought it's I, 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 I can only apologise for that. It's a that tribute thing. to Barry Cryer. Therefore, the exactly. Dazzler's okay. The Dazzler's okay with that. I must admit, well, speaking of that, because it was round about the time, and I remember being in the car when I told you that after their exertions, in the cup against St Johnson That Kelty would lose to Elgin I was so sure of it And you talked me out of it And Elgin won 2-0 that night Yep I didn't, I didn't know that And the reason I mention it Is because Kelty are now back on the wagon They're 2-0 uh, up yeah, Against Stranraer yeah. And Elgin are down uh, you, you, would, you talked me right out of that one I, I can only apologise for that And I can only enjoy, uh, apologise for my banana joke Yeah <laughs> I quite liked that actually It was good eh See you've not heard it If you're you're going to steal Steal (laughs) from a right good comedian And Barry Cryer was a right good comedian So again the Dazzler's correct It's all about delivery though Your delivery was poor You you didn't commit to it enough You tried to sneak it in Shoehorn it in Nah, I, nah, think he, I think he knew deep down that he was actually stealing uh, someone else's material. I was, I was hoping that Gordon would be too busy there. <laughs> I just, love the fact that Gordon <laughs> pulled you up. His, his ears just went right up. Oh. Oh, I've got you, I've got you. Oh, who cares? Bring the day up. Anyway, it's nearly as nice as that cake. Oh, what a, what a You have delivered, Joe. Well, well, I'm going to hold yeah. back on criticising you because. Thank you. We, we gave you a tough time last week for not providing the snacks for the boys, and you've you've produced, produced unbelievable. Half, yeah. And I see the diet's going well Because not only have you had an apple turnover Before we started didn't have a full apple had, turnover You've had half of that cake there uh, Listen I've of, had one slice Apple cracked, turn, turnover Has uh, he opened the biscuits as well? No, 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 no Sorry, that was hey, me Apple turnover, part of five a day, mate <laughs> <laughs> Always no, gliding into no, that No, I think so Yeah But it's lovely, well done Because yeah, it would have cost him a few quid Thank you very much Nah, there'll be a story yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not uh, by lunchtime, you got receipt. Someday, or he'll be submitting receipt to being donated expenses. Or, uh, uh, I, 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 I was a wee bit concerned when I kept asking for the cakes, and I thought this is going to cost a little bit. Going mm. well for the old pars. Two up now against Queen of the South. <laughs> if you, do you know what it was? That a uh, big save that from Benjamin Segrist Celtic almost taking the lead through Leal Abada, but that's what he's there to do. He's been a very good goalkeeper for Dundee United. And showing it once again Could stop from him 
Uh, I'll let the guys catch up and get a replay of it in a second so they can share their thoughts. Daniel Pybus is the man who scored for Dunfermline. Have you seen the clip of Yogi? Yeah. No. And he's I, shouting at oh, oh, yeah. It is like a carbon copy of a Alan Partridge sketch. Like, no, it is, it, is the, it is the exact same. He's shouting, Dan, Dan, Dan. And Daniel Pybus is ignoring him and uh, eventually he just looks at the camera and goes, I think he pied me. Um, it's brilliant. It's just, you know, that way that he's. <laughs> And I'm glad Mark Wilson seen I it. I saw it. You yeah, had to be. Yeah, there. it was. It was cringe worthy. Yeah. Um, well, well, yeah. yeah, good efforts. Yeah. So made, made themselves big, as they say, and uh, defied Ulabada. I'm amazed the amount of space in this game. Yeah, you know, it's, it's still, still very open. Although Celtic haven't um, taken the lead yet, they're very comfortable. The players, everybody getting involved in the middle of the pitch. I mean, we've seen Levy coming here earlier on the season yeah. defended really the 18 yard box you know made it difficult for the midfielders to get any sort of shot off but it's not like that today United are yeah. are spread out the width of the pitch and it's allowing gaps in between you know the midfielders and, and full backs as well so I save this. Uh, well, of time, I his think. teammates wanted him to square it not uh, a chance no, no, no he skipped no, past no, the no. defender as if he wasn't there if anything he should actually put his foot through it He's tried to side foot it into the far corner Seagrass makes himself big Yeah biggest chance we've had so far Celtic looking to try and take the advantage But not happening yet Celtic nil, Dundee United nil. Queen's Park 1, Airdrie 1 Has just sprung into life Because Queen's Park scored And less than a minute later Scott McGill equalised Yeah I'm looking Is, is that Butcher that's down? Mark uh, no at the Scott moment? McMahon McMahon's down I think it was a coming together with Tony Ralston Which led to the Abada chance You just see it here Mark You know very aggressive yeah. And he catches him actually quite high uh, Ralston on the follow through But he great play by falls, He kind of slips over Ralston doesn't he On yeah. To, yeah. to Scott McMahon It's a bit of a tangle uh, I think he'll be alright won't he I would imagine so I, I wonder if, if Forrest and Was it Yakimakis yeah. Does have a case there I After seeing the I replay Forrest is in Let me ask you a question Do you get past him Are you shooting? If yeah, it's you uh, and uh, a shoes oh, Okay Right I'll answer it honestly If it's me shooting Yes if it's me at the back post, I'm reading. Exactly. <laughs> you, you want it. You want it squared across. Yeah, of course. Uh, I've just had an interesting lookalike for you sent in, Mark Wilson. Ooh. Oh, listen, another one. Do- Dove Longstrom. I, I, I got it on Thursday night. Somebody uh, says I'll chisel face. I mean, uh, I go at my FIFA profile. All right, uh, I, I, no, on the that, computer game. Show, yes. So. See, who is it now? I who need to it? try and remember the character's name now. It's annoying me because I'm not on the new season yet. I'll tell you who it is. And I will be. I'll tell you who it is. <laughs> Do you know what's coming o- here? Yes. <laughs> Marty Bird. What's his name again? Marty Bird. No, 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 no. It's the guy no. with the. Ah. Oh, he's. Hugh, I'm like you here. I've never oh, seen it. Oh, I don't know who you're talking about. No. All right. So Ozark is magnificent. The fourth season started, but I've not got round to it yet. And Tinky has sent me in. I know. Your squad picture <laughs> Have a look at this He sent them side by side Taking turns at coming round here And having a look at this I've If you it. want I've I'm seen not it. having that <laughs> I'm not having that That guy looks Like he's ill oh. I'm not having that Alex Ray What's the verdict? Spitting image. You're joking. <laughs> You're joking. Spitting image. No. That's the geezer that does all he's doing. And, I, and the casino. Right. Yes. Yes. He ends up running the hotel just in case somebody's not watched it. I thought, it. I thought that was one of my, my better headshots, <laughs> should I say. In a lineup, but what's his name again? Ridiculed. That's going to annoy me. One of the, the listeners will most certainly keep us up to speed. Ah, who cares? I've just watched I've just finished it. Me, I know. I half think that's half an hour gone. Harsh. Heavy weather. <laughs> <laughs> it's heavy weather taking us abuse. Oh, Hugh, uh, listen, 
as you go up and go a goal. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com And Hibs are back in front It's Chris Cadden What a game David Fields getting Easter Road Over three goals We've had a penalty given then The mind changed of the officials We've had injuries And we've now got Hibs back in front Chris Cadden They found their shooting boots Yeah he's actually done well He's been a good addition no, it's, a, it's a cross that's gone straight in <laughs> Yeah but it all counts my man You know sometimes you, you don't get the cross right Falling into the back post Thank you very much I like this Because David feels saying There's not a chance He meant it Oh he's uh, claiming just, it afterwards Yeah he'll, he'll, he will He'll claim it um, Not a lot off a line. Not a lot happening At Tynecastle Barry Maguire's gone off With an injured ankle Sean Goss Has come on for Motherwell Remind us of your Teaser please Hugh Okay Since season 2015-2016 Nine defenders Have scored In an old firm match Name them Okay, let me check in and see uh, how the answers are coming along because we're going to eliminate some wrong ones and see if we can help you along. If you're nearly there, maybe this will inspire you. I can see Daz, who's certainly got most of them right. Josh, giving it a good go. Do you know what? Everyone's close here. Everyone's really close. They've either got them all or they're just out by by one or two. Uh, Sean has thrown in Kieran Tierney. Nope. Yeah, I had that one no, as well. No, no, He's no. gone Virgil van Dijk. He's not there Jason Denier No Okay Okay Got some wrong answers Alan Hollandsworth sent some in And he just says he's stumped For the remaining two oh. I'm missing two as well Stumped um, Great word Yes Stumped Tell you what People are really good at this uh, Apart from some wrong answers The uh, The Ibrox way says John Joe Kenny But then he says Oh that doesn't count So it's Fiatchenko So he's thrown that one in there as well mm. Um, was there a joke in there somewhere? Own goal was Yeah it was an own goal um, Yeah I think that'll do us for the moment We'll give you another five minutes A uh, bit of a collision between Giacomakis and Segrist The Dundee United keeper looks to have come off worse uh, I'll tell you what whoa. this is brilliant goal team I mean yeah. really really brave, brave Mark yeah. You know they've got in behind down the right hand side Ball flashed across the face You're thinking to yourself Giacomakis is just about to pull the trigger Segrist uh, goes and be brave Manages to divert it over the bar But there's a coming oh, together It's great play from Celtic first foremost Ralston And he O'Reilly it Turns over the top to a bad A good ball But you're right Almost Alex, ends up in the back of the net as yeah, well. The goalkeeper does extremely well Giacomacchus is entitled line, to go yeah, I told you that's the, that's the Giacomacchus trademark Near post uh, just get the ball into him in that area yeah. And it, it, that was almost goal number four Of his Celtic career yeah, Callum Butcher's also in there Just adding extra weight to the situation Which might not have helped Benjamin yeah. Segrist Listen, well, it's typical Yakimatis Taking on the knee Yeah Tracking. Maybe son needs some ice <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Whatever you do what don't say that is. Well, Unless yeah, he's talking no, about his own situation You heard about this, yeah, yeah, yeah. this Hugh uh, Honestly no, this no. is what you're dealing with here So he's had a dodgy knee for a few weeks As everyone knows Because he's, moan, he's moaning about it constantly And he's been icing it as a, a method of treatment But he wanted it to be extra cold oh. As you do So he took matters into his own hand And rather than covering it You know the ice pack He just applied the ice straight to the knee And he's, he's burnt his knee with ice Essentially <laughs> It's caused him a, a bit of a scab And that means he was not able to go and get the injection in the knee That he thought he was getting Because of a wee, a wee scab Are you sure? Are you sure that scab's with uh, the ice? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've got to say I, uh, you know, you're, you're frustrated when you're injured Alex Because yeah, you, you want to go, go and do a bit You want to go there and You know and 
play your golf, bit of cycling, I like a job. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, this will not do. It's me that's going to need a phone in sick. Goal flashes <laughs> with AspireGlasgow.com. Oh, no, no, no. Hearts nil. Andy Halliday I assume it was luck It must have Must have bounced off somebody Oh no He's on fire Just yeah. now yeah. Oh, Last yeah. week Goal and an assist And followed it up With another goal Right I'll see you next Monday I'm off yeah. For the week yeah. That game Why against Dawkins Lights Gave him some confidence <sighs> Yeah He does it against them At the well oh. A low shot from just Inside the box He's got it in his locker Let's be honest He's, he's, he's very good striker goal, yes. of the ball He's a good striker of the ball Andy yeah. He really That's is All those half time so. warm ups When the other team is in the dressing <laughs> Oh we can't though That's the thing We can't he's, he, The problem is Who's got the last laugh right now It's easy to say that The guy's just scored For goodness sake Yeah brilliant Oh uh, no I like one. Candy's good Motherwell nil Low left Shotted Left I can't even speak He's done me a low left-footed shot from inside the box And they're one up on Motherwell Nightmare He came running away going uh-huh. Sweet chilli chicken tonight <sighs> uh, uh, Where's dear. Gordon when you need him? Oh, no, 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 no Time to get your auto on, isn't it? <laughs> You're repetitive if nothing uh, else So I'll give you that Heavy weather I have to say though Celtic have had a couple of opportunities Seagrass has uh, you know, pulled off a couple oh, of decent saves Oh Mark it's not me this time Producer Callum's done you What? He's put it on Twitter Oh Callum oh, Give him a ref would you? Oh here is it, is it Wyatt? No So no, no, he's not he looks like him So he now looks like multiple characters from No it's no Wyatt Sam no. No. Sam it's Sam is his name Sam Right, I'm right. Not, I don't want to be mean about the actor who plays him By the way, But he's horrible like, but He's you horrible sound, You sound like Sam and that's nah, that's unfair because I look like what I've got a good mean? bit of colour there under the floodlights at Celtic Park, and you've put me next to <laughs> the ghost, a ghost-like figure. You destroy, you destroy from not the, you the most attractive guy today. in the world. You destroy from never today because you've come out in a rush. I did have to stop by. I pulled <laughs> into the gallery. Tell this guy in. Thanks for telling me. I told you that in confidence. <laughs> don't, don't tell him where the rash is either. <laughs> oh, you, got, you, got, you got a wee tummy, never you all got a rash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, look I'm, after the skin. I am the only fit person on this show and I get the state pension. Penalty Hamilton in the championship. Sean McGinty on Popescu. So a chance. The Aki's to double their advantage From the spot mm. uh, Celtic come forward Matt O'Reilly curls one It's well saved By Giacomakis He's always involved Matt O'Reilly Well in the, yeah. in the The game in a third That we've seen Not saved by Giacomakis Is that who I said? Yeah It's <laughs> this Andy Halliday goals Absolutely I think a lot, a lot Of what Celtic's done It has been good Apart from the The end Finish product up. Which is the most important thing But it's a, a dangerous ball, ball yeah. from Abada as well No takers uh, Ronan Hughes is going to take this penalty For Hamilton Ackes He hits the bar and it goes over Wow so, I don't know Still if that's the on. Is that the Sainsbury's end? I don't know where yeah. it's ended up But it's gone over anyway Dumbarton won Cove nil mm. I'm surprised oh, oh. Cove are romping that league Stuart Carswell Former Motherwell midfielder yeah. Penalty Do you know who's actually playing very well in this game Is Abada yeah. He's been very good Bright down that right hand side Yeah I've got him putting some good balls yeah. in See if it wasn't for the Impact of the other signings yeah. of Jota of Kyogo. Kyogo. He, he would get more praise, wouldn't he? Because I know that he's not 10 out of 10 every yeah. week, but he's what is he, 19 years of age. Is he 20 yet? Has he turned 20 since he came? Very young, yeah. a winger who notoriously inconsistent. 
I think after the Alloa game He had either scored or set up 19 goals Alex Wow, it's incredible You know, we think about the contribution that he's actually done You know, he's, he's in the shadow of, yeah. of Jota and, and Kyogo when, to an extent Gordon, when you bring, when you bring in a young guy uh, to the new surroundings And it's sometimes difficult You know how hard it is To, to settle in at the old firm And he has done Incredible so far As I said He, he has been the, the standout player For Celtic for me In this opening What 38 minutes And his contribution For goals Has been immense 11 goals oh, as well Oh it's a huge chance For Celtic Matt O'Reilly Dundee United Initially getting themselves Into trouble And spraying it around The ball Eventually United Hacking it clear And when it comes back For the second uh, wave Matt O'Reilly um, With a big chance That he cannot convert I so think he'll get goals wide as well. of the right post It's cut back And he just fires it wide Yeah I think he'll get goals He looks to me As if he's a guy who's Willing to pull the, the trigger From distance Yeah big opportunity A big moment In the game Yeah you know, should have scored uh, Yeah yeah He certainly <laughs> should have scored but Talk through then well, like Gordon said, I do just let him talk it through because he's obviously got better. You're the striker. You, you can give his better analysis than I can. I think, I think he's unlucky. He makes a great run and he's side got to score. Got to score. He's right yeah. on the penalty spot. Got to out the target. I think with the quality he's got, I think he's got to out the target. Yeah, waste of money. <laughs> Montrose one, Falkirk one. Blair Lyons is equalised for Montrose. Kenny Miller. It's a great ball by James Forrest. He, puts, he actually puts it on a plate for him. You know, he's just cut it back. He's arriving late into the box, right in the penalty, on the penalty spot, spot yeah. and he's got the goal begging, and he just doesn't hit the target. Yeah, you've got as, the uh, best one so far of the game. Oh, yeah. that, that's oh, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a sitter. Yeah. They have fine margins, you know. I mean, we're going about 3 3 at Dingwall. If Keith Watson takes his chance, it might be 4 3 Ross County. Fine margins. Yeah, if Sakala would have dinked it, it might have been a goal as well. I'm afraid, Mark, you're not getting four, four. much sympathy. <laughs> Maverick thinks it's a fantastic look alike yeah. that we've tweeted at Clyde SSB. It's Maverick's the same sort of character Maverick's as well. Chunk says, haha, does as well. Belter, Daza says, separated at birth. Ross Sargent says, twins. It's a hard skill here. Uh, as expected, uh, you're getting it tight as well, Alex. Just oh, that's I always the get way. it. I worry about that. This is, if, you, if, if you've not seen Ozark This isn't going to work <laughs> I'm running a gaff Someone I says need to watch this. Uh, Oh it's top draw Wake me up before Kyogo Says If you were to <laughs> If you were to Bald Darlene Snell That would look like <laughs> Alex Ray <laughs> Darlene, Darlene. Can't, You can't just take Anyone's oh. hair off As a character And then say Oh but you can oh, who, What's his name in Twitter uh, Wake me up before Kyogo Alright another anonymous uh, Warrior <laughs> Mount to play by the way, if I get married to Darlene, I would stay faithful. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, you don't want to you? <laughs> I think you would have no choice. <laughs> tell us about it. Do you know what? I think we've done this before, but you can always, you can always uh, bring something like this back. And in, in the comments, we're asking, you know, other pundits, who do they look like? I've never seen this guy. I don't know who he is. Robbie <laughs> Boyd has said a sensational one. And if you're listening, go and Google this. General Mood. From the Incredibles, right? Does that mean anything no, to you? No. Looks like Roger Hanna. Look at this. That's pretty close. That's a good joke. I tell you what, yeah. Roger. Roger. <laughs> Poor <laughs> Fiona will be sitting in the house going, I married that. Roman. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> It's always funnier when it's somebody else. Oh, I remember. Let's, 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 let's get Roger on the Twitter. Oh. Yeah, put that up. 
Take mine's off. Yeah, that's just Twitter all over, isn't it? You know, you get these invisible men. No, Robbie oh, well, Boyd. Robbie Boyd Alex, there. That's he's, the thing. The, uh, Gordon and, and Gordon and Calm are right in front of me, and and, and they're putting on. So yeah, yeah. they're not that invisible. I had nothing to do with it this time. Ah well. I didn't even suggest it. Look, okay, I did say I'm going to get Callum back for the old adverts, but he's just adding. Do you know what I need to get him back for? I've, I've worked with this guy for a long time now. I, I don't think you're really taking this too well. No, <laughs> did you see that guy? <laughs> you seen that face? <laughs> no, I'm not. You're not particularly happy with this. Well, he's uh, not right, very... I'll tell you what, let's round this off you before anything mm. else gets in the way. The first half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online. Since season 2015-2016, nine defenders have scored in an old firm game. They are Philippe Hilander, Conor Goldson, Nicola Katic, Christopher Julian, James Tavernier. Dedrick Boyata Mikel Lustig Clint Hill And Eric Sviachenko Some memorable ones on that list Thank you for taking part Well done if you got it right And a special well done to the following three The podium looks like this Lewis Emerson Well done to you Lewis You're in third place Sideshow Bob Second fastest (coughs) But the winner was Scott The Silver Fox 1872 Well done to you yeah, it's good going. How many did you get? Well, many do. We got seven. Oh, uh, oh no, eight. Dad's got Boyata right at the end there. Okay. Yeah, was, it was, it was it one Catech? Did you say Catech? Yes. Yeah. We got well, Catech. You never got which Tavernier. You never put Tavernier. So he's got Tavernier, so a joint venture. Nine. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough Okay any late drama At the end of the first half It doesn't look like it We're getting full time whistles going uh, Half time whistles going Montrose are 2-1 up on Falkirk oh. so It's a quick turnaround Craig yeah. Johnson uh, Their Celtic have Started to assert themselves They've yes. had a number of good chances But they haven't found the breakthrough yet So it's Celtic nil, <coughs> Dundee United nil. Yeah they'll be wanting to go in at the break Gordon You know the Backs to the wall at the moment You know Celtic are pushing for that opening goal on some occasions Celtic very good But Dundee United You've got to give them credit Segrist and the goal And a couple he's, he's of Last back. ditch tackles From the back line as well Sporla Getting back there Moments ago So Two minutes added on At Celtic Park Let's go to Roger Hanna It's half time in Hamilton Yeah Hamilton won United nil at the break But the Aki should have been Further ahead At the interval Gordon Kai Kennedy's first goal For the club Open the scoring After just seven minutes A really smart move On the edge of the box Pass lead into his pass For David Moyle And a fine finish Across Aidan McAdams and inside the far post. Here are the chance to level in 22 minutes. Skipper Sean McGinty ahead of the back post after a corner was flicked on, but he just couldn't get it on target. And then at the other end on a half hour, great progress for the Aki's right back, Jamie Hamilton, across into the six yard box. And somehow Jordan Houston managed to smuggle it away as two Aki's players waited for a tap in. 37 minutes, Aki skipper Mihai Popescu headed over from a corner, and he was a central figure again three minutes later as John Beaton awarded a penalty kick. Corner came in from Regan Mimnall, Popescu challenging with McGinty. McGinty seemed to be a little bit high. I think actually the ball also struck him in the hand. I'm not sure what John Beaton gave the penalty for the foul or the handball, but Ronan Hughes quickly grabbed the ball, faced up to McAdams, but he lost all composure, hit the bar, and the ball flew away to safety. I wonder if that will come back to haunt the Aki's. Half time, Hamilton won, Air United nil. Good soundtrack as well in the background. General Mood there giving us the half time report from Hamilton. Are you happy with that, Roger? <laughs> Oh, it's a 10 out of 10. I'd, I'd good, seen it Twitter just before you mentioned it to the boys. Very good. You're a good sport. Have we got any other halftime whistles yet? No, we don't actually. Remember, we're two games down, which is a shame. We were thoroughly looking forward to Aberdeen St Johnson 
And Dundee St Mirren Celtic again probing And getting to the byline And trying to cut back But still nothing Dundee United doing okay uh, And it's still level in that one Motherwell trail to an Andy Halliday goal uh, At Tyne Castle Great game Easter Road Hibs beating Livy at the moment We'll get the halftime pictures From both In fact we can go to Tyne Castle Fraser Wishart has the story Does he? Well, it sounds like a dodgy line, Fraser. We'll try and get that cleared up, although it's been threatening to do that all afternoon. It is half time at Celtic Park. Let's speak to Gabriel. Yeah, half time here in Glasgow. Celtic nil, Dundee United nil. It's been all Celtic. They've had all of the ball. They've had eight corners, plenty of chances as well, but they can't get past Benjamin Seagreast in the United goal. Uh, incidentally, it was actually the visitors who had the first chance. Adrian Spaller smashing wide in the sixth minute. But Jack Mackis then went straight up the other end. He should have pulled the trigger, but he didn't. Callum Butcher came in and made a great tackle. All of the good play from Celtic is coming down the right-hand side. Matt O'Reilly on the right of midfield, pulling the strings, playing in Lille Abada plenty of times as well. Uh, Abada did wriggle through at one point, forced a great save from Segrist. That was in the 27th minute. He then had Abada cutting back. Uh, Jack Makis and Segrist came together. It was great goalkeeping again. Uh, Segrist putting himself in the danger zone to keep that clean sheet. Uh, O'Reilly's had a curling shot from distance as well. And then the best chance of the game came in the 41st minute. James Forrest pulled the ball back to the penalty spot. O'Reilly came up to it, but he pulled it wide with his left foot. It certainly was the best chance of the game. A few moans and groans starting to come towards the end of the first half here at Parkhead. Uh, the players don't look too tetch yet, but they are desperate for those three points because we all know what that means. Half-time here at Celtic Park, nil-nil. It's also half-time at Easter Road. Let's speak to David Friel. Half-time, Gordon Hibbs 2, Livingston 1, and what a game this has been. It's had absolutely everything. Hibbs came flying out the traps, and Christian Doidge headed off the post in five minutes. And their next attack, just 60 seconds later, they then took the lead. Chris Cadden picked up a loose ball wide in the right. He called in across for Dimitri Mitchell. It was a combination of poor defending and really good finishing, and he rattled the ball high into the roof of the net. That was his first Hibbs goal. Livy came back straight from the restart and they were awarded a penalty after Odin Bailey went down under Matt Macy's challenge. The Hibs keeper was incensed, he claimed he got the ball and ran to assistant referee Gordon Crawford to complain. Referee Grant Irvin then intervened as well, he agreed to consult his assistant and he incredibly changed his mind. Livingston were raging but they stayed calm and they got the equaliser in 18 minutes. Bailey again clipped a simple free kick into the box and Ayo Obelai, who would have taken a penalty kick, took advantage of poor goalkeeping from Macy to head in easily. Hibbs lost Paul McGinn to injury, that was a real blow and they switched that back four and that meant Chris Cadden moved to right back but he was still getting forward and he put Hibbs ahead with a freak goal in 32 minutes he might say he meant it but he didn't he was surrounded by Livy players about 22 yards out wide wide in the right but he dug out across and it sailed over Max Strike to put Hibbs ahead at the break chances are both teams after that this could go either way in the second half half time, Hibbs 2, Livingston 1 Maybe try and speak to Fraser Wishart and do a full round up of the half time scores next the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. It's halftime in the three o'clock games. Still goalless at Celtic Park after Rangers dropped points in Dingwall earlier. Hibs are in front at Livy, as we heard from against Livy. Sorry, as we heard from David Friel. Let's try again and speak to Fraser at Tynecastle. Yes, Hearts won, Motherwell nil. Uh, Gordon not really lived up to the pre-match expectations. A bit disappointing. Hearts ahead with their only clear-cut chance. And it was an excellent finish by left wing back Andy Hall. They really slow start to the game. Neither side 
able to get decent possession of the ball. 12th minute, came the first chance for Kevin Van Veen and Ross Tierney combined really well on the Dutch striker side, side foot shot, go inches wide with Gordon Beaton. It was all a bit scrappy. Hearts in particular a bit wasteful with their passing it took until 24th minute for him to test Kelly. Andy Halliday headed straight at the keeper with a back post header. Motherwell, a happier team in the first 30 minutes. A real blow when Barry Maguire limped off and looked like a, an injured ankle, but Hearts. They did get into attacking positions, just made the wrong choice. An example being when Ellis Sim was one on one with the keeper and he fell over his tries, he tried to round Kelly. Sim then volleyed over in the angle. Cammy Devlin denied in the act of shooting by an excellent Liam Shaw. Tackles Hearts a really good spell and they did take the lead in the 38th minute. Disaster from Mother defender Nathan McGinley. Dallied on the ball, he was robbed inside his own box. Cammy Devlin quickly scored the ball to Andy Halliday. A really good finish. First time with his left foot low into the corner of the net. Ken Van Veen did come close to the equaliser as they approached half time, his header drifted just wide with Craig Gordon beaten but that was Motherwell's last chance to get back on level terms half time at Tynecastle Hearts 1 Motherwell 0 let's do a full round up of the half time scores then we've given you most of them from the top flight and we're a bit down aren't we on fixtures because the weather has had other ideas but the full time result in case you somehow haven't heard from earlier was Ross County 3 Rangers 3 Celtic 0 Dundee United 0 at the break Hearts 1 Motherwell 0 and Hibs 2, Livy 1, Dundee, St Mirren and Aberdeen, St Johnston both off. Uh, in the Championship, our Broth Partick Thistle is off. At the break, it's Hamilton Ackies 1, Air United 0, Kilmarnock 1, Inverness 0 and Queen of the South 0, Dunfermline 2. In Scottish League 1, it's Clyde 1, Alloa 0, Dumbarton 1, Cove Rangers 0, East Fife 0, Peterhead 0, Montrose 2, Falkirk 1 and Queen's Park 1, Airdrie one in League Two, Albion Rovers nil, Cowdenbeath one, and in Athletic nil, Stirling Albion nil. Although that's not long kicked off, uh, Kelty Hearts two, Stranraer nil, and Stenhouse Muir two, Elgin City one. We will finish. Uh, in fact, there are no English Premier League games today, of course, so we will leave it there, and we'll get the second halves next. The winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.